Hey, Pammy. Hi, Brooke. We're just coming in early for a couple of different reasons. First of all, um, we wanted to let you guys know that this is part two. I'm getting it right this time. Part two of our two-parter <laughs> with um, Jill Romanelli. So if you haven't listened to part one where she talks about her crazy life planning weddings in Italy, it was super fun. So go back. That would be episode 128. And we also want to uh, announce our winner for the Instagram giveaway of the book without a hitch that we received a few copies from Harper Muse and uh, that's the fun summer read. So Brooke, who is our winner? We have randomly selected from all the people that submitted um, on Instagram. So the handle that is winning, so I'm not sure exactly what this person's name is, but I'm going to take a stab at it. The handle is it's me, Katie 62. So my guess is that that person's name is Katie. So congrats, Katie. <laughs> congrats. Um, she wrote on Instagram. This is so awesome. The book sounds amazing. I would love to have this book as a summer read. Most importantly, it will give me a fun break from planning my wedding that is coming up soon in August. I just want to cuddle up in bed with the book and give my mind some peace from planning everything and all the stress that comes with weddings. Thank you for making such amazing content for us brides and grooms to listen to. I have learned a lot from listening. It's like you both are my sisters I've never had. Thank you, sisters, for all your advice you've given on the podcast. All right, Katie, you know what? You're my sister, too. I've never had a sister. Me neither. I, Pam and I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> both have brothers so we will happily take our first sister yes. what up Katie what up sis <laughs> so Katie um, I'm also going to contact you on Instagram but um, send us your info and we'll send out that book yes and the final book that we're giving away is going to be posted on Facebook so head on over to our Facebook page and look for that this upcoming week yeah, we'll put a post up and you can um, submit to win that way. So we're trying to spread the love. A little Apple Podcast, a little Instagram, a little Facebook. <laughs> and that's it for the intro, guys. Uh, let's get to the confessionals with Jill Romanelli. Yes, enjoy. Cue the music. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news. Sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Do you want to get into some confessionals? Yes, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Is that the dog? Hi, Ruthie. Hi, Ruthie. Okay, before we get confessionals, hi. we have Ruth. Hi, hi Ruth. Hi, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for all of our newer listeners, confessionals are um, anonymous. They're sent in by our listeners. And we, sometimes they're rants. Sometimes we're giving advice. Sometimes they're just funny stories. Yep. Um, Pammy picks them out. I beg her to give me the short ones. And sometimes she listens and other times she's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pammy, do you want to read the first confessional? I, I took the extra long one. Today. Okay, cool. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, you're trying to read and my dog's licking your hand. Yes. Sorry. Hello to you lovely people and Ruthie. It's for you, Ruthie, too. To start, I am already married to my sweet husband for six months. Now that some time has passed, I can tell the story full-heartedly. I hope you laugh as hard as I did. So for context, my husband is German, and in German weddings, you have an added tradition to the wedding called a program. Pausing to put the dog down? Yes. Yeah, okay. So she doesn't jump. <laughs> Also done le several German weddings and never heard of that, but okay. <laughs> Maybe her German husband was scamming her the whole time and being like, you have to add this in. Right? 
That that's like some rural backwoods German stuff. I don't know. I never heard of that. But <laughs> my old assistant is German as well. I'm gonna ask her about that one. Yeah, program. Yes. P R O G R A M M E. It looks like programmy. Does. Yeah, it doesn't even look German. I gotta be oh, honest. This oh, German um, husband no. was lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Basically, your guests gift you performances, skits, games, and speeches. It's pretty much a talent show. It's also why German weddings go very, very late into the night because the program can take at least two and a half hours to where you aren't dancing until 1130. Wow. Wow. It's when the dancing gets started. Woo. Since we were married in the U.S., our chosen venue needed to have us out by midnight. So instead of having the program on the wedding day, we decided to do it on our rehearsal dinner night. This way, we would have more time for dancing on our actual wedding night. My husband's parents were in charge of the rehearsal dinner, and they are Church of Christ missionaries, so they were very well connected with the church and community here in Texas. They found a beautiful church to host us for the rehearsal dinner, and they got it for a very low price. Win-win. The program is going amazingly. There were beautiful speeches, musical performances, games. It was a blast. And then my husband's cousin comes up to the front with his guitar. With lyrics on a PowerPoint behind him, he starts off his act by saying, Well, I didn't know this was in a church. Hope God doesn't strike me down while I'm singing this. I don't know why I just said that with a southern accent. If you but read Texas it. and you just found it. it. What? Yes. Oh, is this person German? <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. Well, oh, do yeah. you know this church? Hope God doesn't strike me down while I'm singing this. There you go. There we Perfect. go. Perfect. The, the German accent. <laughs> yes. In front of some of the most conservative Christian people, in front of both of our parents, in front of both of our grandparents, this cousin sang a lewd version of Jailhouse Rock. All the lyrics that were changed were about me and my husband having sex on our wedding night. <laughs> all the innuendos, all of them, on the screen, in a church, being sung very loudly for everyone to hear, baby, let's rock. Uh, oh, no, for everyone to hear. And then he ended the song with, who are we kidding? They're going to have sex. Let's rock. Oh, baby, let's rock. Me and my husband were on the floor laughing so hard. I was sitting next to my husband's parents, and I just couldn't look at them. Luckily, my parents laughed, but they will forever call this guy the bad cousin for the rest of his life. From Lost in Translation. <laughs> I like that at no point with all the context clues of the situation that this guy didn't just go, you know what? I'm just going to not participate tonight or I'm going to improv and sing another song without a PowerPoint. It's like, no, I'm going through with this bad idea all the way to the end. Full, full blast. <laughs> yep. Set up the PowerPoint. <laughs> just imagine the person has to like click. I guess hopefully it's on a timer. Just with somebody like hitting the button to get to the next screen. <laughs> I, oh, right. I've heard outrageous speeches outrageous so honestly i don't think that this is that bad i mean they were married <laughs> well we, you, you know. can't just say outrageous speeches and not give a couple examples oh man like, i i even had one this last wednesday the groom's brother stood up and was like well my speech is supposed to be as long as my brother can make love and then he goes so <gasps> here's to the bridegroom and then Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I just like, and then he kept going and he kept telling these outrageous stories, which I'm not going to say, but I was just like, and then another British wedding, he told about the pi the pictures that he found on his, the groom's phone in college <laughs> and then went into them in detail about what they were and I could see the groom like reaching over and like grabbing this guy's thigh to get him to just sit down because he was so <laughs> humiliated. And, like I felt humiliated for the groom too. Like everybody takes weird pictures on your phone, all right? And if your roommate looks at him, then he's a stalker. Right? <laughs> you shouldn't say that shit at weddings, but I don't think this was that bad. Like <laughs> whatever if they're conservative whatever i mean it's cultural differences i would have been laughing my butt off i would so, have been, oh yes. yeah i would have been cracking yeah. up i would have been dying yeah yeah i mean i mean he put a lot of effort into it that's the thing about it i would have been very you put a lot of time and effort to change yeah. the lyrics point write the lyrics yeah he thought yeah. about this i mean thumbs up effort <laughs> a for effort I also like that he put the, the PowerPoint up so everyone would know exactly what he's saying. Also, do you want them to sing along? Like it was like group karaoke. <laughs> he, he got the PowerPoint. He's from Germany. Who gave him that projector? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and who hooked that up to the projector? Yeah, there were I accomplices. Mean, this was really oh, yeah. thought out. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's all I got. <laughs> Premeditated humiliation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, definitely. Would you want a talent show portion of your wedding reception? Because that mm. to me sounds like a goddamn nightmare. I'm too... not. I, I'm a little bit of a control freak and I feel like I wouldn't be able to really produce it. And I'd be like, what if these are just like bad, you know, like bad jokes or, and I feel like speeches are always kind of the wild card of weddings anyway. So this yeah. is like speeches like on steroids. Be like a roast. I, we would turn into a roast. You know how I feel about roast. Yes, I we do. Them. She's not a fan. Not a fan. No, no for talent shows. And I'm for, no for speeches unless it's like you, the bride and groom getting up and thanking people to come. Oh yeah, it, that's it, it, it. Do uh, is it customary in Italy to do speeches at weddings, or is that a dumb American thing? Um, I'm trying to think. Italian weddings are just very long and boring. <laughs> um, it's like six hour meals. Wow. I guess there are some speeches, but not really. Yeah. No. So you prefer no speeches. Yeah, but German speeches are good because they just like thank everybody for coming and you know, I the, the British ones get pretty pretty raunchy pretty fast, especially <laughs> when they take all dinner time. I'm like, "Oh lord." <laughs> so American speeches are not bad normally, but yeah, this one was this one every British wedding I've done, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe like I can use that if they run for political office. Like I cannot believe that they just said that out loud. <laughs> There's no secrets. Everyone's just to share all of their humiliating details. Let it out. <laughs> I almost got up on Wednesday and was gonna make him sit down. <laughs> yeah. I was close. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's take all right. Thank you. And and I could see they were laughing, so I was like, okay. I mean that's incentive yeah. for British people to elope. Just to be able to skip the humiliating speeches. Leave the weird leave the weird friend or jealous brother at home. That's or don't give them any booze. Do the 
the speech like early on in the night. Yeah, right. that's smart. Yeah, because the few times idea. I've done speeches, I remember I purposely don't drink before because I don't want to screw it up. Yep, me too. And I look back and I'm like, man, I had missed opportunity. I could have just gotten drunk and said embarrassing things. Been memorable. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> oh, like Jeff, my oh, husband? Yeah. yeah, her husband actually gave a terrible speech once. Yes. He, was, was he wasted? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, ready to move on to number two? Yeah. Okay. Okay, number two. Hello, ladies. So I'm a guy who just got engaged and me and my fiance are pretty untraditional when it comes to how we want to go about our big day. No parents walking us down the aisle, sending email invites instead of paper, and the big one, no wedding party. We have gotten a lot of interesting reactions from people when we tell them this, especially from people who would likely be in the wedding party if we were having one. We have even had friends of ours tell other people who were not even involved and they give weird looks about it as well. Is not having a wedding party that big of a deal? Is it fair for people to be offended by not being asked to be a groomsman or bridesmaid? We both feel like a wedding party is the adult version of a MySpace top eight. (laughs) (laughs) And it's unnecessary to rank your friends. Part of the problem is that we both have a lot of friends, not to brag. And for us to have an honest wedding party would be ridiculous because we would have 10 to 15 people on each side of us. We're planning on doing big bachelor and bachelorette parties with all of our close friends. So it's not like we're not including them in any way. I'm looking forward to hearing your opinion from who needs a wedding party when you are throwing a wedding party. Party. Yes. I'm seeing Jill give some silent (laughs) opinions with some (laughs) some head gestures. What do you think? Okay. First of all, I think that this couple is going to have a great marriage because the wedding is about the two of them. And if you don't want to have a bridal party or a groomsman, then you do that. Um, I mean, what is that tradition even about? Like, if you want to have groomsmen, you want to have your little besties from high school, okay, good for you. But if you don't, it's your wedding. Do whatever you want. And I totally think the adult version of MySpace Top 8 is underlying, definitely, yes, you are ranking your friends. So you don't need a wedding party. If you don't want one, I had a really big one. I just had all my little cousins and my sister. So... Uh, no, I totally agree with her. Don't feel guilty about it. Everybody's got opinions. And the only one that really matters on your wedding day is yours. So, yeah. Yeah. Pam, what do you think? 100%. Um, I, yeah, agreed. It, it's your wedding. Do what you want. And I, I understand when you, like, roll that deep. I mean, it's basically going to be your wedding anyways. Yeah. So if um, 80% of your wedding is in the bridal party, like what are we doing? <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I think there's no like you were saying, Jill, there's no wrong or right way to do it. It's just based on what you want to do. It also sounds like in general, you guys are just being a little more pragmatic in your wedding planning in general, you're doing the digital invites instead of paper ones like you just you're a very streamlined couple, you know what I mean? And you're like, let's do this with as little amount of drama, little amount of financing, little amount of coordinating. And it's like taking out the wedding party also takes off a lot of like trying to coordinate suits or dresses or what are you going to wear? 
where and then managing people on the day? Do you have to be there for the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner? Like you are taking a lot of the what ifs of things you have to plan. Then you mm-hmm. just eliminate them. So I think it's, I mean, if you're trying to eliminate stuff and make it easy, that's what you did. Yeah. And I think uh-huh. here's the thing. It sounds like the other question you're asking is like, is it a big, first of all, we said looks, yeah. they're getting, they're getting yeah. a lot of side what, eyes what do for you doing do? this. Yeah. And also like, how do you respond to people? Yeah. Like, cause it's, it sounds like there are people are, are talk, talking a little shit, which is yeah. fine. People are gossiping. People have opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. What? I know. I know. So I guess what advice do we all have of what to say when someone goes, why aren't you having a wedding party? Why? Because they don't <laughs> want one. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's just. That's the only you don't owe anyone an explanation yeah that's just how we're doing it just say that's how we're doing it is it fair to be offended by not being asked I was offended when my sister-in-law didn't put me in the wedding and said she didn't have a wedding party and then everybody like all her friends showed up in green dresses but (gasps) you know (laughs) what You could have just told me. Sneaky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that here's the thing. You can't control everyone's everyone's opinions or their their feelings. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I yeah. tell my kids. I'm like, you can you can't control what other people do or think or say. You can only control how you react. So control how you Every react. We'll tell you the exact same thing. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. And I think also when you say like on here that people that aren't even involved are kind of getting opinions about this, everyone's going to have opinions about everything you do. Yep, Everyone's going to talk, everybody chit chats and gossips. I would not really pay that much mind to it. I think that everyone likes a topic to talk about. And sometimes you're the subject. And that's just kind of how it goes in life. You do and if you, you think people this. aren't talking about you, well, then you're either very boring or just stupid because they are. They're talking about <laughs> you. Like, that's just kind of life. We all talk. But I think in general, like, it's fine. Let them have their little bratty convos. Also, it sounds like maybe these are people that have not gotten married yet, who haven't had to deal with planning a wedding. That's true. You know what I mean? So maybe a lot of these people are just sort of, you know dealing with hypotheticals or it could be hurt feelings you know if it's like the people are like well i had you in my wedding but again you can't control that this is not their wedding this is your wedding so you have full-blown you can totally do what you want to do yeah i hopefully i think that it won't become a big deal if you don't allow it to be a big deal so like joe was saying just be like oh yeah we're just not doing it just minimize it just make it if you don't they're gonna try to bring drama and if you don't allow the drama to, you know, they need you to really have the drama grow. And if you just refuse to participate, it goes away. There you go. Um, and you're still having a party. And yeah. like, it's fine. Yes. It's all good. And then they can cut them all out. And I would threaten that too. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock it off. You're not getting invited. You want that Fight. open bar? Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 We're, open spe- bar. we're trying to focus on the open bar. And less on the Friday party. It's fine. <laughs> nah, I think it's fine. Uh, moving on to number three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dear Wedding Confessional, I got married three years ago pre-Demi. I learned what that was tonight. Yeah, we and figured we out want- that means pre-pandemic. Yes. Pre-Demi. <laughs> Pre-Demi. And we wanted a wedding where we can invite everyone we wanted to without space limitations. We sent out about 250 invites. Included in that was a lot of my husband's co-workers as he had been there for nearly a decade and it was pretty close group and they liked to party. 
i.e. good folks to have at a wedding, not the destructive type. One of the guys invited no longer lives in town. <laughs> Sorry, I just was reading over this earlier. <laughs> but when he's out here for business, the whole group gets together and bar hops. One of those times I joined them and there was a gal who wasn't a co-worker, but was an extremely friendly, loud life of the party type. At one point, she said something kind of offensive to me, but laughed it off as a joke. I thought it was rude. Turns out she was the guy's sister-in-law who was local. Back to my wedding. We sent him an invite for him and his wife. He RSVP'd for two. Husband was very happy they were making the flight for us. Turns out his plus one was not his wife, but his sister-in-law. Who the hell brings someone else other than the named party to a wedding, much less someone we don't know? It's not even like he wouldn't know anyone at the wedding. This is still one of those things I scratch my head over even now. So here's the discussion question. Is there a name plus one on the invite? not just John Doe and guests? Is it rude to bring someone else? I think this is a case where I'd rather have at a text right before the wedding saying, my wife has to stay home with the kids. Mind if I bring X? Seeing someone I don't recognize and then remembered I didn't like at my wedding was super bizarre and just makes me mad that someone thought that was okay. Was it, oh my gosh, was my wedding crashed <laughs> from our <laughs> RSV who? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the the main question is, is it rude to bring somebody that wasn't technically invited? Hell I, yeah. I think it's weird. Yes. Especially just a quick convo. Without asking. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, just... Like I, eating somebody's sandwich. Yes. This is the <laughs> RSVP equivalent of eating someone else's sandwich after they've taken a bite. Yes. It's not yours. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Your wedding was crashed. <laughs> also by someone you don't like. It's also like, it's a weird, it, his sister-in-law. I mean, I guess your buddies with whoever your buddies with, it just seems like an odd plus one. Something be going on there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He didn't bring the wife for some other reason you to know? both parties. Wait, that should be the topic of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking a totally ter- different turn. Wait, Pam, you weren't thinking that? No. Oh, I was definitely thinking that relationship was confusing and a Text little the wife with a picture of the sister-in-law that's what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh man awkward maybe this is yes. more dramatic than you think <laughs> or maybe we're wildly speculating about someone <laughs> <laughs> no but you're, here's the thing i can imagine in the moment you know you're in your i, I said this is her her husband this is I think this is a woman but I believe it's in like her wedding gown like on your wedding day and seeing all the people invited to your wedding and I know we're being like who the fuck is this but you have to be polite what are you going to do in the moment you're yeah. not going to kick her out you just have to kind of roll with it mm-hmm. I mean you did the right thing in the moment which is to be like oh hi thanks for coming to my wedding which you weren't invited to I would have brought it up I would have made my husband message his friend and be like what was that don't ever do that again. I mean, I it that was that was bizarre and it's weird. Completely shocked by that. Also, he definitely knew people, all his other coworker buddies. But he, I think in his mind he's just like, well, I have a plus one and if 
let's say in this scenario, this guy realizes his wife isn't going to come mm -hmm. and he would like to bring this sister-in-law as a plus one. If they reached out to you and he, he said, hey, I want this, you know, my sister-in-law, my very sexy sister-in-law to join me. <laughs> <laughs> would, if you were the bride, would you, would you have just said yes? I think I would have given in and been like, sure. Cause he asked, I guess, and I already had the budget for it. I would have caved. I would have caved and said yes. Would you have said no? Yeah, but you didn't like her. Yeah, but it didn't. Like one rude comment at a bar once. I'm not a big fan, but I don't know if it would have been like, she's wronged me for eternity. But also think about this. Is it if somebody's not coming, that opens up a spot for somebody else on your list. That, that would have been the excuse why, yeah, if, if, you know, if your wife isn't able to come, I'd really like to use that spot for, okay. I like that as an answer. Okay. Say it's my wedding. I don't want random strangers at my wedding. Boom! You two are much tougher than me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Bar hopping friend, and they're inviting 250 people to their wedding. I mean, and then they bring some. One of these people brings a random ass woman to the party. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you have people at your wedding that you didn't know, Pam? No. Jill? I I don't know. My mom invited a lot of people. <laughs> bus driver from elementary school. Your bus driver from <laughs> elementary school? Wait, did he come or was he just invited? He did come with his wife and I had never met her before. And my mom was like, come over and say hi to Augie. I was like, what is Augie doing? <laughs> Like he passed by this morning while I was watering the lawn and I invited him to the wedding. <laughs> that was my mother-in-law. There were a lot of randos at my wedding that I was like, I, I mean, I already kind of didn't know a lot of my husband's like side of the people because I had not met all of them before. But even my husband was like, yeah, there are people here that are not close with me. <laughs> this, his mom she was just into, excited. She got excited. I got married in the U.S., and we, my husband and I, we eloped, I guess you could say we eloped. We had our like church ceremony two days before. And then we had a big party with a, a symbolic ceremony in my backyard. And my mom, oh my gosh. <sighs> I come from a very conservative like part of, I'm, I, I went to high school university in Oklahoma so and I come from I grew up in South Tulsa so it's very well to do and I don't know my mom wanted to hide kegs under the table and wanted a speakeasy in the garage and then invited all kinds of people to my wedding so it was it was uh it was interesting Yeah, it was really interesting. Maybe that's why I became a wedding planner. I don't know. And that's another thing about destination weddings is that's a good excuse to cut people out. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get yes. your childhood bus driver at your wedding if it's, you know, in another country. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Mom, you t what? I, was, I just was over it by that point. I was like, I don't care at this point. Whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's all the confessionals. That's it. We did it. Yeah. Ready you. Some bridal breaks? Yes. All right. 
Um, bridal breaks for all of our newer listeners are suggestions not only for brides, but for grooms or anyone else helping to plan a wedding or a wedding planner, wedding professionals, anybody that's stressed out about weddings. Yes. Um, there are suggestions of things that have nothing to do with wedding planning. They're fun little Pam usually does a cocktail. I do something pop culture. Our guests, it's all over the board. I can't I, I Jill already mentioned the fact that she considers herself kind of weird. So I don't know what she's <laughs> going to give. And I'm I did, excited. I don't know. We didn't ask ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to see what she's suggesting. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like now I'm like getting all nervous. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Pammy, what's yours? All right. So I found this one on one of my favorite websites, liquor.com. And you know me, sometimes the name gets me. I love what that says about you. One of your favorite websites is liquor.com. For this. I I put it on your tombstone. (laughs) I don't even know that existed. (laughs) Me neither. So we started doing this with Pam. (laughs) This one's called Frisky Whiskey. Okay. And it is Irish whiskey. Um, This is definitely a German, and I'm going to not pronounce it correctly, Baron Jaeger honey liqueur. Um, There's an umlaut over both of the A's, so. Try it one more time. I don't speak German. Baron Baron Jaeger? I don't know. I like that. That's that's close enough. Anyway, a honey liqueur. Let's just go with that. It's fine. Um, some freshly squeezed orange juice, simple syrup, and bitters. Ooh, is it shaken in a in a cocktail glass? It is, and then served over ice. Ooh la la! I yeah. think I would like that. It's not too sweet because you like the sweet ones. Oh, it does look pretty. I'm looking at the picture. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Show Jill the show the class via Zoom. Ooh, Aww. isn't that nice? Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, frisky whiskey frisky whiskey yeah from pam's favorite website <laughs> liquor.com future sponsor yes. <laughs> liquor.com <laughs> um so my bridal break is um a show that's now currently in its second season on peacock girls five eva have you heard of girls five i have eva? heard of that so it is produced by tina fey and it has very tina fey aspects of where it's very silly it's a comedy mm-hmm. the premise is there were these um five women so rather than forever it's five eva because there were five women that were in this like girl group in the 90s yes. and then um they end up you know having like a one-hit wonder or whatever so they're very much that trl generation of like pop you know very britney spears in sync that era mm-hmm. and the idea is like they have their one hit wonder and then they go their own you know everyone's kind of fizzles out after a while and then one of the members passes away and then randomly in the last like in the mid you know last like i mean i say in the last couple years the idea is like sometime in like you know 2019 2020 um there's like a rapper that uses one of their old tracks as like their backbeat so they get this like new you know surge of people knowing who there are it's kind of like old songs popping up on tiktok and so now they decide to get the band back together and try to like be successful they're now like women in their 40s trying to still be in a girl group it's so silly it stars um sarah Bareilles. Mm-hmm. who's a, a singer-songwriter that's more, more known for being a musician than an actress, but she's very funny. And um, the other one that's really well-known is Busy Phillips. Oh. So she's in it. And then um, uh, Paula Pell, who's more of a writer than an actor, but she's really silly in it. And the other woman, Renee Ellis Goldsberry, mm. who was in uh, Hamilton. Yes. So everybody can actually sing. Like everyone has a background somewhat in vocalization. But of course, as you can imagine, Renee is like the lead. Uh, yes. Yeah, because she can sing. So, um, and so there's every episode has at least one ridiculous song. 
and they're all original <laughs> and they're all just insane. And it's so funny. And they flash back to all these like 90s scenes. So there's like 90s fashion. It's so cute. Anyway, so it is in its second season on Peacock and I highly recommend it. Girls 5 Eva. All right. I'm singing the theme song right now. It's so catchy. I'm not going to do it to you. It's stuck in your head for days. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I, I, I think I would enjoy that. I really love that one pitch perfect. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I think I, that would be right I, up Yeah, I will say if you liked pitch perfect, you would definitely like Girls 5 Eva. It's very silly. Okay. So I'm going to rein it in a little bit because <laughs> <laughs> I heard yours. So I'll rein it in. Anyway, um, I will give you some B-side tips for Italy if you want to come and visit Italy in the off-season, which I highly recommend um, because, one, it's not so hot. You might have to wear an umbrella or you might have to bring an umbrella, sorry. And um, you can also do some really fun things that they have planned in the winter, like uh, in Italy they have Carnevale, which everybody knows in Venice, but that is a tourist trap. Don't go to that. Um, <laughs> many people don't know that Carnevale was banned in Venice at the end of the 1700s because of Napoleon and was brought back in the 1970s to attract tourists to Venice. Oh, so the tradition is not very old, and uh, but they do celebrate Carnival in the rest of Italy. So in Tuscany, they have this little beach town called Via Reggio. I'll spell it V I A R E G G I O. And depending on when Carnival is, because it's always before uh, Easter, so you have Lent that's 40 days, so you have to count back, and it's the Tuesday before Lent. Um, they have this amazing carnival, uh, along the beach where you can, you know, get hotels or get an apartment, or you can just buy seats or stand and they have floats that are like six stories tall, all made that year. And these are outrageous floats that like they'll move and they'll have some kind of a theme. Uh, so this year, the theme was climate change. And so you can get dressed up and bring lots of drinks. But it's also very family friendly. And it's along the beach. And you get to see these amazing floats and have a really cool cultural experience. So there you go. Yeah. That was pretty normal. Was that okay? That. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> okay. It sounds a little like Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras adjacent. Yeah. Well, Mardi time. Gras. Yeah. Mardi Gras is okay. So this is like Jill trivia. I drive everybody nuts with my Jill trivia, but <laughs> the Mardi Gras actually comes from is the French word because we get it in Louisiana, which is was all French territory. So in Ita in Italian, it's Martedì Grasso, Fat Tuesday, mm -hmm. uh, and it's the Tuesday before Lent. So during Lent, you're not allowed to eat sugar uh, or meat. So the day before you eat as much as you can. So it is kind of like Mar Mardi Gras, but Mardi Gras is just the one day. So carnival is a long period of time, uh, depending on like which historical period you were belonging to. It could have even gone on from like December to Fat Tuesday. Oh, wow. And oh. it was a way. Um, so I'm getting into like this whole historical thing here, guys. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's fine. In Venice, uh, they would wear masks during 
the carnival because when you were marrying a mask, you took on the personage of the mask. So then you were not responsible for the sins you committed uh, while you were wearing the mask. <laughs> Quite the loophole. So this has a lot of really shady stuff that went on before Napoleon times, which I probably cannot talk. That's for like the XXX podcast. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it was just celebrating this excess before Lent and in a period in Italy where it's quite rainy and maybe dark. So it's kind of a way to bring happiness and cheerfulness to the, to that time. So long story. No, I like it. I like it too. We learned something. Yeah. It's good to learn Pam. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save the other story for our wedding confessionals after dark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look it up. Look up the masks in Venice. You're going to be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jill, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Um, Can you tell our listeners all the different ways that they can find you? You can contact me through my website, uh, www.tuscanwedding.com or on Instagram at Tuscan Wedding. It's very complicated. Or you can email me info at tuscanwedding.com and uh, right now i'm like i've got heather's wedding at the end of the month so a little busy <laughs> but you have a little bit. you, you a have little openings bit. for like next year and stuff like that like you're still receiving clients yes yeah but i probably won't start taking clients till july okay so for but sounds, sounds great right um Pam, yes. since Jill is nice enough to tell all the different ways how people can get in contact with her, mm-hmm. I think it's only fair that we tell our listeners all the ways they can get in contact with us. Jill, we do this in the form of a quiz that I ask Pam. It's like torture to her, but she politely puts up with it. Every week. Every week. And every week she gets a little bit smarter. <laughs> Pam. Yes. What is our website? www www.weddingconfessionals.com From there you can find all of our social media handles. Where are we on social media? Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, Also on the website you can find all of our show notes. So links to find Jill's uh, company and all that info, any sort of other bridal breaks, anything we talk about, you can find details on our show notes. Pammy? (laughs) Yes? We want people to send us their confessionals. We do. We we need more of your personal gossip when you get <laughs> humiliated by your family in the middle of your wedding. It happens. When things go right, when things go wrong. Share with us. We want to hear all about it. Ask questions. Yes. There are three different ways you can send us your confessionals. One is an email. What is it? It is weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. We have a phone number where you can leave us a voicemail. We transcribe it so you don't have to worry about your voice being revealed. It's Mm-mm. all very anonymous. Um, fa- pa- what is our uh, phone number? Four three four nine three three two six six three. Remember when that was hard for you? Yes. Look at it you. It still is. <laughs> still freaks me out. Um, also, you can send us um, your confessional one other way by going to our website and hitting what tab? The tell us your secret. Yes. Tell us your secret. Don't Super need your easy. email address. Don't need your phone number. Just go there. Fill out the form. The first box, you just put in whatever name you want. Get creative. Yep. And then what goes in the second box, Pam? Anything you want to tell us. Yes. All of your secrets. <laughs> Share them all. Um, we are on Apple Podcast, Pam. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Five stars. And a review. 
if you can. Reviews are fun. We love it. Besides Apple Podcasts, Pam, we can be found a lot of different places. To start with the letter A, what are they? Amazon and Audible. Yes. Two with the letter C. Castro and CastBox. Two with the letter D. Deezer and Downcast. One with the G. Google. One with an I. iHeartRadio. One with an O. Listener Notes. One with an O. Oh, over, Overcast? One with an O. Listener Listen notes. Yeah, you did. It's good. I'll give it to you. Okay. There are eight (laughs) with the letter P. This is your roadblock. I know. Last time you said pod butt, and that was incorrect. (laughs) There's no pod butt. Pam, let's rattle off the ones that start with letter P. I believe in you. There are eight. Go. Player Femme, Pocket Cast, Podbean, um, Podcast Paradise, Pocket, or Podtail, Pod... Uh, uh, Pod Republic? No. Podcast Republic. Podcast I'll give it to you. Republic. Um, two more. You know these two. I know. Um, I don't know. Podcast Land and Podcast Addict. Mm. I know. So close. You're so close. Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Also using your voice via Alexa and Siri. Just say, play the Wedding Confessionals podcast. You yes. did pretty well, buddy. Uh, not too bad. I mean, you in front of Jill, that's intimidating. And you did pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, thanks again so much for being on the show. Yes, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. So much fun. Pammy, yes. I will see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.